on now. on and sing it and worship. Bring that good presence of the Lord here in this place. Thank you, Jesus. And all will see how great, oh, how great, how great is our God. Lord, you're great. How great is our God. I love you, Lord. said praise the Lord. Lord. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. We're very glad for you to be here this morning and to be a part of this service. I told a young man at the radio station this morning, he told me, you know, happy resurrection day. And I told him, well, we celebrate that every day. But I said, I'm glad for this one day that is more or less especially set aside to celebrate it for the general uh, public, so to speak. Glad that it makes people more aware of the presence of the Lord and what all he has done for every human being on the top side of God's green earth. And for you to realize that the Lord loves you and that he gave that life on the cross that you might know him in the power of his resurrection. Can you imagine how disappointed they were feeling going around that day after he had been crucified and they had seen him after he'd been whipped and beaten and crown of thorns pressed down into his head and that his vital organs were exposed from all the 361 stripes that were laid upon him that was done for our healing 
and how that he was nailed to that cross, and that cross was plummeted down into the ground, jarring his ragged flesh, and that how he cried out in the end, and that he had declared it was finished, and the Spirit of the Lord withdrew from that body, leaving just an empty shell. And that Spirit of the Lord visited hell for three days and three nights, the heart of the earth, and there that he brought the truth to the, them that had once had been disobedient when the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah. The Scripture teaches that he, of course, on the third day, according to the Scriptures and his own words in the days of his flesh, when he told them, and they could only think in a very natural mind, when he said, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. And they, they thought that he spoke of a physical building. They could only think about their building that they had done and erected and were so proud of it, the type of stones. Even the apostles pointed out the stones of the natural temple in Jerusalem and how that they had remarked how beautiful everything was. And Jesus told them that not going to be left one stone upon another. This was difficult for them to understand. They couldn't take it in. They couldn't grasp what all, the magnitude of what he was saying. And yet his words were true, and history teaches that it was destroyed. Not one stone was left upon another. And the Scripture also teaches us that he fulfilled what he meant because it said he spake of the body, of the temple of his body. And so in three days he did rise again from the dead. The same spirit that withdrew from that body on the cross is the same spirit that re-entered that body and brought it up out of the grave, showing him alive with many infallible proofs. And then came the words, which saith he, ye have heard of me. After that, the Holy Ghost will be poured out. That time has come. We live in that time. He foretold of it. And there are many things that we have enjoyed through the scriptures of things that had taken place and brought it up to the beginning of the church, the body of Christ, the congregation that would be made up of people just like you, a universal body, for it was a universal cry when Peter finished preaching on the first day of the church in Jerusalem, in that upper room of the church house, 17 plus nations were gathered together there. And as Peter finished preaching a medium-sized sermon, we'll call it, and that the people cried out from all the known world, a universal cry, what shall we do? Give us instructions. Don't speak to us in generalities. Don't, don't give us just nice words, but tell us what to do. We're in deep need of direction here. We need salvation. We need the salvation that belongs to the Spirit of God. Tell us, what shall we do? And then Peter said unto them, By the Spirit of the Lord, Peter said unto them, The words being given unto him by the Spirit of Jesus Christ, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission or the forgiveness and the full pardon of your sins, 
and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Very simple, very plain, very direct. And everybody said amen. And everybody said praise the Lord. Well, let's give the Lord a big hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And we are glad for each and every one of you that are here today. And we appreciate your presence here. We want you to soak up the presence of the Lord. We want you to know that upon being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, that he went on to say, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That is a free gift. Somebody just recently asked the question, how do I get the Holy Ghost? What do I do? Well, this is a good, good question. There are so many things that religion says, but we want to look into the Word of God and believe what the Scripture says. Number one, you want to remember it's a gift. It's a free gift. What do you do when a free gift is offered to you? You extend your hands to receive that gift that is being handed to you. You do that with a natural gift that's given. And Jesus made it clear. He said that we as parents or guardians or friends, that we give gifts to children and we do that even though in our nature we are evil. We have, as the Bible said, in my flesh dwells no good thing. There's nothing good there. That's why we're all concluded unto sin. That's why we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And Jesus pointed it out, even as sinners, even as evil by nature, yet we give good gifts to our children and those that we love. But he said, how much more does our Heavenly Father give the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, the gift of eternal life? How much more does he give that to them that, in other words, extend their hands? You simply lift up your heart your mind, your thoughts, your intellect, your emotions, with your hands in surrenderment that I'm not here to fight. I'm not here to resist. I, I don't want unbelief and doubt and fear to get a hold of me. I've come knowing that you are willing to give the gift of the Holy Ghost to me, that you love me, that you love all of us, even while we've said it wrong, thought it wrong, and done it wrong. Oh, how great is the love of God. No wonder the writer was inspired to say, Behold, take a good look at what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that he has put this upon us. You have only to lift your heart with your hands in surrenderment to him and let him judge your mind as believing him, that he judges you, he sees you as believing him, he registers that you are truly believing that when he said repent, you did it. You repented. When he said to be baptized in his name, you did it. You were baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. He sees your believing heart. He sees that you're not just saying that you believe, but that you are actually doing it. You are believing because he said it, you're doing it. And that means you're believing it. And in so doing, as you lift up your heart with your hands in surrenderment, 
that he will fill you with the gift of his Holy Spirit. He will send forth his spirit into your believing heart and he will begin to use you and speak through you as you yield yourself to him. You're not resisting him. You're not worried about what it sounds like. You're just going to let your mind yield itself to the Lord. You're not going to resist him. You know, when you're driving the car and you're coming on that road that's meeting the main road and there's that sign there, that triangle sign, and it says yield or it indicates yield, then you slow down. And if somebody's coming, you let them go and you fall in behind them. You yield to them. So it is that the Spirit of the Lord comes in like a rushing mighty wind and it's leading the path and you yield and fall behind that and our arms are extended and your mind and your mouth is open in praise unto Him. And as you do that, He's going to send His Spirit into your heart and you're going to begin to speak in another language as His Spirit gives the utterance. Thus you will confess with your mouth Jesus the Christ. He is Lord. He is Lord of all. He is God of gods. He is King of kings. And as you do that, you will receive the greatest experience that anybody could ever receive. You will get the spirit of resurrection. And you will really begin to celebrate the resurrection. You'll know Easter like you've never known it. You'll know the holy power of God like you've never known it. I'm glad for any experience you have in God. But don't stop. Don't stop there. Don't fall short of the presence of God. You're so close. Is it not written to feel after him? He's not far from you. He's right here. He's as close as you believe in him and yielding to him and giving it up to him. You've heard it said, give it up for so-and-so. Well, I say unto you, give it up for Jesus Christ, whatever it is. Give it up for him. Give it up for him. Amen and amen. Let's lift our hearts with our hands and let's worship him. Remember, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost in a place just like this, worshiping him. They all began to speak with another language as the Spirit of God gave them the ability. Don't you, somehow don't just hold back and say, I don't know how. That's for God to do. That's not, you're only to yield. You're only to receive. You're only to praise and worship him. He'll do the rest. He's God and he knows how to do it. Come on and lift your heart with your hands and worship while we sing. What does it mean to be saved? More than just a prayer to pray. More than just a word. Come on now. What does it mean to be His? Thank you, Lord. Before there is likeness, know that we have a purpose. Yeah. To be salt and light in the world. To be salt and light in the world. To be salt and light in the world. In the world. To be salt and light in the world. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Oh, yeah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say so. Oh, 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 oh. 
can be much more for you than just a set-aside special holiday type thing. This can become so much more meaningful to you. There are things in life that you cannot understand unless you experience it. And this is an experience that will help you, that will bless you, that will encourage you. This is the very best that Jesus had to give to every human being on this, on this earth. There were those that were foolish. Matthew 25, there were those that were foolish. They had the same thing that the wise had. They both had vessels. That's us. That's this body of ours. They had vessels. And they both had access to the lamp 
which is the Word of God. It is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And they both, the foolish and the wise, had, had that in their possession. But they, the foolish made the mistake of not getting the oil, the oil that would keep the light burning brightly. Is it not written, let your lamps be trimmed and burning brightly? And they didn't do that. They scoffed at that or they made fun of that or they mimicked and went their religious ways and others just put it off and said one day, one day, one day. Until the scripture teaches that one day rolled around and instead of them doing it, they found themselves in great confusion. And they found the church was otherwise occupied. The church was about to take off. I don't think you're going to run out to the space shuttle on the launching pad when the switch has been flipped and the countdown has been done and, and all of that great power is being demonstrated and this thing is about to lift off the ground. That's no time to run out and say, hey, I, I, I forgot I wanted to go. A little too late. A little too late. And, and that's how it's going to be. There's going to be people that are going to realize at the very last moment, I mean the last moment, from what they knew, the services they sat in, hearing it, being witnessed to, they're going to realize, oh my goodness, I've missed it. I've missed it. And the resurrection will take place. The first resurrection. And blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. You don't want to be here past that. You want to be out of here. You've heard it said, I'm out of here. Well, you want it out. That needs to be your last words. I'm out of here. And just get caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be. This isn't going to be for a week or a month or a year. This is going to be world without end. This is going to be no time. Angel's going to stand one foot on land, one foot on sea, and declare that time shall be no more. Amen and amen. Just going to be world without end with him. And that's going to be the greatest time ever. And so you tell yourself, I'm going to make today a much more memorable day. I'm not just going to sing about the resurrection. I'm going to experience the resurrection power. I'm going to receive the gift the free gift of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to lift my heart with my hands and I'm going to worship him and begin to do it in spirit and in truth. He will help you and he will fill you. He will send forth the spirit into your heart, your believing heart, crying, speaking, Abba, Father. He will do that this morning. Peter and James and John and Mary, the mother of the flesh, and the other devout women, they were people just like us. They were people just like us. But they dropped everything to follow him. Meaning, they said, those things that seem so important, they're not feeling very important right now. They're not looking very important right now. Matter of fact, they aren't very important. Going to drop that and go after, going after to follow him. I want to follow him. I want to hear what he has to say. I want to do what he wants me to do. I want this. This is just, you know, I, I know how it is at home. Everything, you know, you could be certain priority list. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the other. And all of a sudden, the toilet breaks, the pipe breaks, and water's flooding all over. All of a sudden, that shoots to the top of the priority list. 
And that thing you were going to do, that gets put aside because you're watching that pipe pump all that water out, which for GUA, that means all that money out. <laughs> and so you're, you're running around. If you can't do it yourself, you're trying to find somebody that will help you to get that taken care of. That becomes the priority. That becomes of such great importance. Okay? So I'm saying to you, that's how this gift of the Holy Ghost is. This resurrection power. It needs to become the priority. It needs to be that everything else gets pushed down the list. Get to that later. Worry about that later. Not really. What's important is that there's a gusher in the house. I can get the Holy Ghost right now. The Spirit of the Lord is here right now. I can have this if I will just minister to this. Get my mind on this. Make this a priority and not let anything else be on my mind at all except this and this only. Everybody said amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. Above 500 people heard Jesus Christ tell them that repentance and remission of sins was to begin at Jerusalem being preached in his name. He said, you're going there. I want you to go there. I want you to head for the church house. And there you're going to begin bringing repentance and remission of sins in my name to everybody. And he said, you're my witnesses. And he said, and remember, you're going to receive the promise of the Spirit. You go there to Jerusalem and let it begin. And here we are, almost 2,000 years from then, bringing the same message, experiencing the same experience, doing what Jesus said. About 380 of those above 500, they went the other way, friend. They had other things to do. Somebody had to go fishing. Somebody was going hunting. Somebody was playing a video game. Somebody was in a tournament somewhere. Somebody just wanted to go plop down and, and of course, watch something. You know, somebody had something else to do. But about 120 had tuned everything else out. And they said, we're going to do just what Jesus said. I don't care what my religion said. I don't care what my favorite so-and-so said. I'm going to do what it says right here. I'm going to tune everything. Can't hear you. Ear won't listen to you. Hand won't listen to you. I'm not going to do that. I'm only hearing what Jesus is saying in his word now. And they went to that upper room. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And you can be also. All you've got to do is put them first. Tell yourself, today's my day. Today's my day. And everybody said amen. Take a moment with me. Try it out. Let's lift our hearts with our hands. You're lifting your mind, your thoughts, your intellect, your emotions. With your hands, Jesus, I give it all up to you. I give it all up to you, Jesus. I don't want anything else to be on my mind right now. I want to have my mind on receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, that free gift that you are longing to give to me, that I'm going to have a joy that's unspeakable. It's going to surpass anything I've ever experienced in life. I praise you for it, Jesus. I worship you, Holy God. And I bless your name. Hear me as I call on you, Jesus. I have no fancy words. I just have a heart hunger. I'm hungry for what you're offering, Lord. And I'm hearing the instructions of life that I can have the gift of the Holy Ghost, Lord. I can have that this morning. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. While she sings and plays, let's begin to gather around the front. All of the ladies over here, all of the men over here, come and gather in. We will pray together as a family. We will pray for you. Come on now. 
Come on now. I'm going to give myself, Lord, to you. Come on now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Come on now. Holy Ghost. Come close, gentlemen. Come in tight. Got a lot of people. Making room for the next one. Make room for the next one. Come on now. A lot of room over here to my left, gentlemen. A lot of room. Come on now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on now. Come on now. I want you to welcome prayer. I want you to welcome the presence of the Lord. Come on now. Come on now. Oh yes. Oh yes.